The key is either taking full control of it so that you can make sure that you have a good, clean experience on the sale or incentivizing and getting in alignment with the property managers so that the sale is, uh, is, is, is a solid process. Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast, your daily guide to financial freedom through real estate. I'm your host, Jocelyn Kaufman, and I'm here with my co-host, David Robinson. And today, David and I are going to talk about conflicts with the property management company when selling your property. So David, do you want to kick this off with um, just like high level, your high level thoughts about this? Yeah. So uh, as a broker here in Utah, we uh, do not provide property management services. So if we're ever selling a rental property that is managed by a third-party property manager, there can be some conflicts that that an owner should be aware of. The most obvious thing is that the property manager, if they're not the one selling the property as the broker, they have little incentive to help facilitate the potential sale. They're losing a property that they've been working on and trying to provide services for. And so they're losing a portion of their income or their revenue. So there's very little motivation. So the the goals aren't in alignment. The seller wants to sell the property for as much as they possibly can within a reasonable period of time. The property manager just wants to continue to do a good job of managing the property. And so you've got to know going in that if you do have third-party property management that is not aligned with uh, the, the selling broker, there's the potential for conflict. So one of those can be communication with the tenant. Um, the property manager can make the communication process more difficult. They can uh, withhold certain pieces of information that would help facilitate the sale. They um, also can make it very difficult for access and and getting access to the property. So once you go under contract on a potential sale, obviously the buyer is going to want access to be able to complete inspections and appraisals and and make sure uh, to to complete their due diligence. Well, if you have a four unit or a six unit or even a duplex, like you've got to go through this process of coordinating with these tenants, giving notice, getting permission to access the property, And that can be a very big challenge. And if you don't do it within a certain period of time, you could turn the buyer off. Um, You could have to extend the contract. Um, And I've had scenarios where I was selling a property. The property management company was very difficult to work with as far as providing notices to tenants, communicating with the tenants, gaining, giving us access to the units of the properties. And it just turned buyers off. And what would have been a great buyer for the property ended up moving on to another property because of those challenges. So uh, one strategy, well, maybe I'll hold my strategies off. I'll let you sort of talk about any thoughts that you have with this, and then I'll give a strategy on how to address it. Yeah. I mean, I I think that as a buyer, if you do come across a situation like that, you could take advantage of it. Um, instead of just being scared and running off, then think about like how much better you can make that property just just by finding a better property manager or um, managing it yourself. I've bought properties where people send me like, I got one time a stack of like 
printed leases. And I'm like, this is, we're in 2022. Like this was last year. <laughs> and like use the fax machine at least. Or, <laughs> or like, how do you not have your leases online? Like, how do you not have these all saved to one place online? And so I was like, wow, this is a way that I can bring like the internet into, into this place and make it a lot better. And I ended up getting a better deal because of it. And so you can take advantage of those things. And when you are owning a property, even if you have a property manager, you need to be organized. You should have all the leases. You have a copy of all of them. You should have them all saved and organized so that if your property manager is not working with the real estate agent selling your house, then you can send them all that information um, versus just relying on your property manager to do everything. So David, you have some strategies. I'm excited to hear um, about your thoughts. Yeah. So a, a couple thoughts. Again, the there's, there's a conflict uh, or there's uh, the goals of the property manager and the seller aren't in alignment. And so one way that you can help facilitate the sale of a property where there is a lack of alignment is number one, just taking full control. You're the owner of the property. You have full control over how the property is handled. So you can contact the property manager, let them know that you're planning on selling it and that you would like to have all communication with the tenants go through you. So that's option number one. Now, that means that you're going to have to take more on your on your plate and and you and your broker will have to be the ones to actually communicate with the tenants or you can try to incentivize the property manager and say look i understand that selling this property is just taking a a, a property out of your portfolio um and so we may not be in a full alignment here i want to you know pay you to help me facilitate the sale it doesn't have to be anything big but by taking that that effort or showing the property manager that you understand the scenario and that you respect their time and their effort and energy and helping you to actually have a successful sale can go a long ways uh, with that property manager. And so you could offer to pay them an additional fee, um, maybe an additional month's worth of property management fee to help uh, to ask them to be, you know, helpful in facilitating the sale. One way that you can do that without causing an expense to you is, depending upon the market that we're in, uh, you could ask the potential buyer for a non-refundable fee up front. So as part of their earnest money, uh, sometimes it, it's not uncommon, especially in a hotter market, for us to have non-refundable earnest money. Well, you could then plan on using that earnest money and let's just call it a simple fee of maybe $500 or $1,000 if you're working on a single family property or a duplex. And then you could use that fee to, to pay the property manager to help facilitate the sale. So the key is either taking full control of it so that you can make sure that you have a good, clean experience on the sale or incentivizing and getting in alignment with the property manager so that the sale is, uh, is, is, is a solid process. Yeah. And in reality, if you are, if you have a property manager for any of your properties, you still need to manage that property. Like don't just sit back and wait for things to go wrong. Like make sure you're touching base with the property manager, you know, on a biweekly basis at the, at the least. And then if that, if you if the time comes along where you do have to sell it's like you 
already know what's going on. You already have a good grasp. You should have copies of everything like organized um, and it'll make it a way smoother process than just being like a super passive investor. And when you decide to sell, you're having your third conversation with the property manager. And like, of course, things are going to get messy. Like there's like, that's, that's an obvious um, thing that's going to happen. So take advantage from the beginning. Well, and I will say, I will add that the best property managers are going to be great to work with regardless of the circumstance. Mm -hmm. If they lose one property out of their portfolio, they're not worried about that. They're interested in the long-term relationship with the client. And so they're going to go out of their way to make sure that the sale is successful. Unfortunately, the reality is not all property managers are built the same. And so finding a great property manager is probably the highest priority uh, in this type of scenario. Yeah, that's a great point, David. That's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow.